Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hey, you guys. I am so excited for today's interview, and I'm just so excited to release it to you. So here we go. Today, I'm sitting down with Danielle House. Danielle is on my team. So for those of you who are in my programs, then you likely have um, exchanged, you know, maybe with her, she runs our shop. And so she is the beautiful one behind the scenes that um, takes care of all the inventory and getting your packages to you with love. She graduated with an occupational therapist assisting degree in 2015 And it was during the time that she was pursuing getting her degree that she met me. That was eight years ago, over eight years ago. And she started nannying for me while she was going to school. Following the completion of her degree, she worked for four years in a pediatric clinic. And it was there that she developed a fascination with the primitive reflexes and the body's neurological system and how it impacts our emotional, physical, and mental health. At the end of 2019, uh, she, you know, had a change of life and her and her husband, Keith, welcomed their son, Lennox, who was born lovingly into their home. During her free time, you can find her working out, cooking up delicious creations in the kitchen, digging in the garden, going to thrift stores, or doing a DIY project for her home. She is somebody who is clearly so near and dear to my heart. And what I love about this story is it is as raw and as real as she can get with some of the um, health battles that she has dealt with and really the, the hope that she has plugged into now because she's gotten some extraordinary results. So again, I'm so excited for you to listen to this and I just can't wait to see where it lands. So thanks so much for tuning in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. I am so excited for this conversation today. This is an interview that I have been wanting to do for quite some time. And of course, the timing is perfect right now. So ah, this is just going to be such a big conversation. We're going to go lots of different places. So hang on tight. Here we go. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for today and for our conversation. Well, just knowing what we are going to be talking about today, you are brave because this is like, we're going to get intimate about your health and some of the things that you've been working through and not everybody's willing to do that. And I just think it's so powerful that you're willing to share your story and and all of the aspects of your story. Yeah, it's definitely going to get a little bit intimate, but I'm okay with that because there's there's so many amazing things that I have learned and I know that we can share with other people so that they can start to um, even move their story forward. Yeah, you know, that's the biggest thing when, you know, working with people that are going through, you know, all the things is like if you can just be brave enough to share your story, even if it's just with one person the ripple effect of that, like that is why we go through stuff, right? It's to share what we went through so other people can learn from us. So anyway, let's get started. I know that um, after reading your intro, your professional bio, if you will, that I am sure a lot of people did not realize that you, that we met, I guess I should say, 
about eight years ago when you came to nanny for me. So I was 30, you were 17. Well, were you just turning 18 or 17? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. It's been so long. Okay. Okay. So regardless, um, comes to work for us as our nanny. And I'm just like thinking back to then because you guys, when I was 30, this was when I was going through the phase of, I have to do everything myself in terms of like, I was kind of extreme about the way I was living. So I preferred to make my own herbal tinctures and, you know, was foraging all different types of things and and growing so many different types of things on my counter. And just like, it had to be made from scratch. Like I had to make my own butter and I had to make my own whipped cream if I was going to make a dessert, right? Like it was that kind of intensity. I'm much more relaxed now. Um, and we have a lot of really great nourishing options that we can uh, purchase. But I'm just thinking back as a 17 year old coming into that environment, like I'm surprised you didn't run for the hills, right? Like what were you thinking? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was definitely an eye-opening experience and I even within I'm sure the first few weeks I was with you I was hit with so many new things and a lot of them I didn't fully understand at the moment but it was planting seeds so I saw you getting raw milk every single week in glass jars and so there's glass jars of milk in the fridge like what who does that and then there's there was fresh eggs there was herbal infusions. I saw you cleansing multiple times a year. You had supplements on the counter. I remember I got sick for the first time or I had like a sore throat and you're like, here, try some thieves. And I'm like, um, okay. And I took it and I'm like, oh my goodness. Literally my sore throat was gone the next day. I'm like, what even happened? So definitely was hit with so many different things, but I was so intrigued. I really was. A few things a little more skeptical. I I mean, even when you start talking about vaccines, I'm like, no, those are fine. Those are safe. I don't know. Like, I'll take a lot of what you're saying because I think a lot of it sits really well, but I'm not so sure about that. But again, just planting seeds was so great. I, I think that's, oh my God, I just got chills listening to you talk because it was never, it was just my way of being and you stepped into the environment and there was no pushing. It was just the way that I was and you showed up with curiosity. And I love that you say, you know, there was things that landed landed really quickly and you were able to say like, yeah, that feels true to me. And there's other things that just took time to process and to integrate, but it was there for you to work with. Like, there was a different perception, a different possibility on the table. And that's really all we can offer people is just that little variance to what may be true. Yeah, so that's exactly it. What did you think about the homemade formula? I mean, you ended up having to make the homemade <gasps> formula half the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, in the moment, it was like, a lot of work, right? You're like, this is a lot of work to put into it. But I honestly, at that age, of course, I didn't even understand what was in traditional formula. Like I wasn't really even thinking about breastfeeding. You know what I mean? Like the different opportunities, like, well, well, in the future, what happens if I couldn't breastfeed? You know, like it's just so common to be like, yeah, you just take this formula that's in a tin can, that's a powder that like, now I understand what the ingredients are in it. I'm like, no wonder these children aren't thriving. Like, how, it it blows my mind. So yeah, in the moment, I think that was something way beyond me even really thinking through. But like now it makes so much sense. Mm, I love that so much. Okay, so let's talk about, you know, this is, your part of the story is, is one of those things that, you know, when people look at you, um, they would see, you know, a very fit, a very healthy, beautiful skin, like they would see all these outside attributes that they just would never guess, you know, that you were dealing with something that was really a, a form of torture, you know, just 
every single day dealing with something for many years. And I think this is such an important conversation because this is what chronic disease is, right? Like it is present, even when people don't look like it's present, even if people are putting a smile on their face, even if people are pushing through, like it is still battles that are going on every single day in the homes of so many. So walk us through what you've been experiencing when experiencing um, for the last decade or so. Yes. Okay. So for the past, like you said, it's been almost over 10 years now. And that is really, really sad to say, because I know so much more now. And I know that if I had started addressing the root cause at the beginning, I would be in a completely different place. But also I know that I guess that wasn't in the cards for me at that time. And God had different plans. And I'm learning so much more through this. So when that being said, I have something called lichen sclerosis. Um, no, I haven't officially been diagnosed because it would take um, getting a biopsy of my skin. And I've chosen not to do that because I don't feel like at this time it's necessary, um, especially with the approach I want to target the root cause. And I think there's so many things we can just do um, without needing to know a name to, to that specific um, diagnosis. Um, so lichen sclerosis is basically I have severe itching uh, around my vagina and around like my rectum and that's been going on for 10 plus years so 10 years of this almost constant itching um, my skin has become it was red it was inflamed it was puffy and raised and it initially started out, I think, just as a little bit of itching here and there. But now, as the years went by, it progressed. It started to affect my mental health. I was grinding my teeth at night. I was clenching my jaw during the day, and I was, like, aware of it. Because it, like, I, I couldn't physically not clench my jaw because it was such a strong urge. Um, it began affecting the intimacy intimacy with my husband because that area down there is so delicate and it's and it's being tortured in essence my skin was losing its integrity um it has affected how i sleep at night because of that itching i it wakes me up um and i felt like i was getting to the point where i was starting to lose even how happy i was feeling and my mental health started declining my energy Everything was kind of, it was just building because of all these years and years and years of not addressing the root cause. You know, it's every time I hear your story, it, it's one of those things that takes my breath away because, you know, Danielle was dealing with this when she was in my home, you know, and it's one of those things that you didn't really understand like it you didn't really understand that it was something that you were dealing with right like you kind of thought that this may just be the way it is Why? yeah no that's exactly true yeah so again it happened when i was say 14 15 years old so i was going through puberty i was going through so many different changes at that time um I even like, okay, my relationship with my mom is really, really good right now. But even back then, kind of at that age, I wasn't super open. It's it's kind of embarrassing. Those aren't always the things that you just openly talk about. Like my mom would have totally been fine with it, but I was uncomfortable. I didn't know. That's kind of weird to bring up to your parents. If this is completely normal, like why would I even question it? But then it just progressively got worse. And I was like, I don't think this is normal. I brought it up to my mom, which of course ended up me going to the doctor. And I went, ended up going there a couple different times, um, probably over the course of two, three years. They of course thought maybe yeast. So they gave me different things to take for a yeast infection. And then they gave me steroid creams to put on it, which did take the itching away. So you put them on and take the itching away. But then the minute I would stop using it, everything would come back. And and I was the type of person growing up, I, I don't know why, 
But medications and stuff never really sat well with me. Like I'd get a fever and my mom, you know, would see I'm uncomfortable and would be like, would you like to take some, um, something to suppress your, what you're feeling? Like, do you want Tylenol? Do you want aspirin? And I, or something along that line. And I was like, no, no, I, I feel, I feel all right. I don't really want to take that unless it's really bad. I just always had that desire to not take something. So then with these creams, when I noticed they weren't working, I didn't have a desire to keep taking them. I'm like, this isn't working. This isn't fixing it. So why even do it at all? And honestly, even the word steroid, like that kind of scared me, which I think is a good thing. Um, I was like, no, I don't want to be putting this on my skin every single day. So I stopped taking it, but of course didn't do anything else to begin to address the root cause. So things weren't getting better over the years. And again, that's why all my symptoms, my body was giving me these beautiful, beautiful symptoms, telling me something was going on, trying to communicate with me. And I unfortunately wasn't in the place to be like, oh yeah, I need to do something about this. And there's so many people that go through this exact same, you know, journey, right? Of like, first there's like, I... I'm in kind of in denial that there's something out of imbalanced and I don't know who to trust to talk to this, to talk to about this. Like, I know that if I go to my medical care provider, yes, I could walk out the door with this fancy label, this fancy name, um, this, you know, sentence that I now have to deal with this, but it's pretty void of hope, right? Like it's just typically a path of managing symptoms. And even then, <clears throat> As you experienced, there is um, this overload of suppressing the actual symptoms. So at the end of the day, when we go that path, we often intensify the journey, right? Like we actually intensify the the discomfort in the body because other things start to manifest. And so, what where you landed, right, was like you are you now have this exposure to this world even though it doesn't really make sense to you how it could apply to this part of your life but like you have that exposure and then you know i'm continuing to to go out and serve and do the work and something a little light bulb goes off and you're like it's time for me to you know meet with tanya to to do a cleanse and that's really what you kind of started with so it was like 2019 you signed up for the cleansing circle to start to peel away at this, you know, to do that deeper work, that deeper healing. And so, but there was a big plot twist, a beautiful plot twist. Tell us about what happened next. Yes. So yeah, I was desperate. I was like, okay, like reach out to Tanya. I need to do one-on-one work. I need to do a cleanse. I need to get this. And then I was weeks, like just a couple weeks away from starting a cleanse, and I found out I was pregnant. Um, A huge, huge, of course, unexpected uh, moment in my life. It's a whole nother part of my journey. It took a lot of of help from God, a lot of prayers, a lot of tears, Um, but it has been the most wonderful part of my journey. I... I'm so blessed with a beautiful little boy named Lennox. He's now a year and a half. He'll be two in December. And his part of my journey has taught me that I needed some space to to grow and to build and to build him up. And it, it's just provided so many other learning opportunities. And I do truly believe that my body needed that time. It needed that time to to take in some of this work, but take it in at maybe a slower pace to get my body ready for the deeper work. Mm-hmm. It was allowing my my organs and everything to kind of just start to slowly feel what we're going to be about to do. And it, it is truly a blessing. Um, it was still hard, but it was a great, great blessing. And I think just to add some context to this, it, it was just because, you know, you were, you were newly married and you were kind of planning on just being married for five years or so before you started a family. Is, is that, is that kind yes. of what, yep. yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. I, you know, I was hoping to pour a ton into my marriage and make that, you know, as strong as possible and spend just some good quality time, just the two of us. And, and again, you know what, like, I fully understood, I embraced the fact that we, we weren't, we weren't taking extreme, extreme measures, right, (laughs) to prevent a baby. And we knew, we knew there was definitely a chance. And if it happened, it wasn't God's timing. Um, but again, it was still one of those those emotional, it was an emotional, um, something you weren't expecting, right? And so being able to take yeah. that in and yeah. process definitely took time. <laughs> so, and that's the thing when, um, obviously when a woman is pregnant, right? Like this is not the time to cleanse. This is the time to build. And that's really what she's speaking to. So instead of stepping into that cleansing circle and, you know, creating space to do that deeper purging work, we instead just did the best that we can to get her minerals corrected. And, you know, just really just holding the notes. I mean, the the biggest thing is like being pregnant in itself can take so much from the body. So we didn't want her to go backwards. And even, you know, after you birth the baby, there is a dumping of your minerals. So if you don't have your reserves high, and if you're not replenishing afterwards, then certainly any potential chronic issue will become more present. And that's what we didn't want. We knew that we couldn't like make this go away. I mean, of course there's always hope, right? There's always hope that we can just build you strong enough and then, and then your body will balance. Um, but it, it, it didn't work that way, right? Like it was, had to go deeper than that. And so did you go backwards when you were pregnant or um, postpartum? And I guess at the same time, like, did you make progress? So let's kind of answer both of those. Yeah. Um, great questions. So I I would say I did not go backwards. If if anything, it was just slightly, but I also think that pertained even to just the whole birth process. And um, I think my body, of course, was even taking a lot of minerals from myself to help with those mental processes. And then, of course, like you said, along with pouring into my beautiful little boy and <laughs> literally giving him life from me. Um yes. But I was able to maintain quite well. And that to me is even just incredible because even with some of the research I have done, you will oftentimes see people with the same, um, with like lichen sclerosis and post birth, it just gets exacerbated like to a whole new level. Um, or you'll notice people who haven't had an issue all of a sudden begin to notice symptoms post-birth. And like you said, that just makes so much sense because your body is giving so much more to yourself and to baby. Um, and you do need just such a surplus of minerals and other components to help keep your body strong along with building up a little one. Um, and then the other question you had, let's see, it was, what was the other one? (laughs) Well, it was, you kind of answered it, right? It was like, did you, did you, you know, go backwards or did you hold the notes, which it sounds like you were able to hold those notes really strong. And then it was, you know, okay, so now we have a baby, right? And now we're breastfeeding. So again, we can't do a whole lot, you guys, like this is not, I get asked all the time for people to join the cleansing circle for whatever reason. It's kind of hilarious, but it's always the women who are breastfeeding who want to cleanse. And I'm like, you really can't, like not until, you know, it's just like supplemental, right? But if you are the baby's main source of nourishment, like this is not the time to be cleansing because you don't have enough, um, like you can't get depleted and we don't want to risk purging, uh, you know, your stuff into baby. So we really treat that delicately. Um, and I really just, I, I, I just say no, unless it's a certain case and the baby's, you know, a year and a half too. And we're just going to do like super, super gentle cleansing. Like it's a case by case thing that I, I handle with like the utmost care, but so now essentially we are breastfeeding. So again, not the time, but like, I just wanted to make, like, I'm curious 
and I already know the answer, but I'm curious for everybody else is like, were you able to really make healing strides doing the building work? No, unfortunately not. I think, again, knowing what we know now, there was so many layers of healing to be moving through that with with that phase of building and making sure that we're keeping um, my body at its utmost um, ability to to take care of a little one and then also making sure to provide him with what he needs. I was not able to make much progress at all. And of course, that is very frustrating. And by the time that I was um, done breastfeeding, I was so ready to cleanse because my body was continuing to let me know that, all right, you need to take this to a much deeper level. You know, it's interesting what you said before. I, I never really had that perspective, but when you talked about becoming pregnant really essentially deepened your relationship with you and your trust with you and your trust with your body and having a home birth experience and going through all of this, like that's so accurate because what happens next, if you didn't have that trust built up, I think could be a rather unnerving path, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I honestly think it might've been even harder. Like I think I think the cleanse might have even been a bigger shock because my body didn't really have anything to go off of, of knowing, you know, what we're preparing for or how to even, you know, take these beautiful supplements and take this beautiful work and be able to apply it. You know, like, I think there's something to be said about your body being able to take something in, get to know it, and then figure out how to utilize it appropriately. And then, um, I don't know, makes it so much easier, gentler, um, still definitely have to put the work in. But I think my cleansing experience was better due to the fact that I had like a year and a half of preparing just a beautiful foundation of of this, this key foundational work for mineralization, for um, supplementing and building. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so fast forward, you guys, um, uh, Danielle and Lennox really decided that, you know, this breastfeeding phase had come to really a natural ending. It wasn't, you know, it, it was just like a natural ending. And Danielle knew that this was her opportunity to get some of her life back in terms of her health. Because keep in mind, like, even though she's holding the notes, she is still going through daily, daily, daily torture. So this is affecting her, this is affecting her emotional health, her her mental health, her physical health, her sleep, right? Like all those things that she talked about, it, this is still happening. So I'm, I'm raising a kiddo. Um, and at this time too, so divinely, like we didn't plan this, but the universe definitely planned this was that, you know, Danielle before getting pregnant or yeah, before having Lennox, I should say, she was continuing to work in her field of occupational therapy. And this is when, you know, Danielle was just like, just like really just, I mean, what you know about children in terms of their nervous system and how they operate and their big feeling, like all of this is happening, like so fitting the work that she's doing, like how it complements like the work that I do. Right. Um, so after, you know, having Lennox after a certain time, like she started working for me and she started running our shop. And so she was still, she was working from home, you know, dealing with that being a full-time mom, being a wife, like all of these life demands, right? So she so wanted her health back, right? Like she wanted to feel like we all do to feel that full vitality. And so she, it was her time, right? The gap was there. She had this moment to get on the cleansing. And so she rejoined the cleansing circle 2021 um, this past spring and talk to us about that. Ah, oh, yes. So finally in May 2021, I had my cleansing experience um, and it was a beautiful one. Um, 
But before we get into that, I just wanted, I wanted to give a little bit more of a backstory because at this point, like before cleansing, I was kind of at this point of like, what, why did this happen though? Like why, why were, why was I experiencing all of these symptoms? Why, why, (laughs) in a way, like why me? Like I knew I was here. I knew I wanted to show up for this work, but I couldn't help to even just as I was getting ready to cleanse to kind of think about that. And there, I do want to say back when I was about that 14, 15 years old, some of these things that I had done started to come up in my memory. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, I think I have a couple ideas of why I might've gotten to this point. I had right around that same time frame, just before all of this had started, I had gotten bronchitis two years in a row. And like I said, I don't take many medications because I this wasn't with me. I didn't get sick tons and we weren't a rush to the doctor sort of family. But with this bronchitis, um, I ended up going in and getting round of antibiotics. And then the next year, with <laughs> it makes sense with what I know now, it came back. So then I got another round of antibiotics the next year. And then it's so sad to think about now, but again, we're, we're working with what my terrain is. So we doesn't matter in the past. Now we're working in the future, but I also ended up getting the HPV vaccines, which is three rounds of that. So just setting myself up for this cleanse, knowing that, oh man, my body definitely had work to do because all of this happened And then my symptoms showed up, which is then another 10 years of toxicity that was building on itself because we know when, when your body's terrain isn't in that fully, like when you're not in that fully functioning ability to, to help get that toxicity out of you, it's not going to just stop there. It's going to start to build. So my body was in that depleted state. So I think about all the simple things that wouldn't usually matter a huge ton, But now they do, right? So even the food I eat, if I wasn't eating super good quality food for those 10 years, like that's going to add up. Even being outside, right? Like there's so many things that we come in contact with, even whether it's Roundup on the ground. I swam in a lake for years. I grew up on a lake and they spray that lake multiple times a year, right? And it's not that those things are to be afraid of. I'm not supposed to be afraid of those things. But your body's supposed to be in such a state where you have gifted it with, um, gifted it with the the ability to, to to handle those things, right? You're supposed to be in that strong state so that you can take everything day by day and help your body just uh, release what it doesn't need. But unfortunately, my body was not in that state. It was holding on to things. So I just think about now, right? And I was thinking about this before my cleanse started. I have held on to so much toxicity um, from from that point forward. And so thinking about this 10, 12 years, I had a lot to work to do, right? And so this is where that that cleanse really came in. And I do think it really kick-started everything that we know now. And so, yeah. Let's let's get into that. Well, I I'm so grateful that you brought up the backstory. It's really important for every single one of you to spend some time with your health history because we're not taught that these things are things. And and so many times people will say to me, "Well, I had I grew up on a lake. I'm fine." Or, you know, "I I've never detoxed before and I'm fine." Or, "I've had all the vaccines and I'm fine." And I'm like, give me 15 minutes of your time and I will show you where your body is asking for help. I will show you directly the signs that your body is giving you. Just nobody taught you how to read this language. And when we miss out on that communication, we set ourselves up for these louder experiences, which is what you have. It's like now this experience is so loud, there's no way that you can deny it attention. It's in your face every single day, every single moment of the day you're dealing with this. And just because we're not having those louder communication, which my gosh, we want to avoid, right? It does not mean that your body is not giving you clues that your resiliency is taxed. That's ultimately what we're saying. And, And we blame other things, right? We're like, it's the strawberry's fault. 
And I'm always like, it's not the strawberry's fault, you guys. The strawberry is not the problem. It's the glyphosate in the strawberry. It's your microbiome. It's your it's your relationship with the strawberry. And so we we have such a tendency to avoid like certain things or be like, well, I can't have that. Well, why can't you have that? Like, let's look deeper at this. And I just want to say too, before we dive into the cleansing thing, because this will make a lot of sense, is that, you know, um, we're all born into this world with a certain set of mineral base. Like, what did we get from our mom? You know, what did we get from our dad? Like in that, in that first round, right? And so um, typically the, this, you know, Danielle is the second child. So typically the first child is going to get the most of the minerals but also the most of the toxicity, right? And then this, the second child is going to get, if mom doesn't rebuild in between, the second child is going to get whatever toxicity is now available, um, potentially, right? It's all to a degree, of course, and whatever minerals are left. And so when you come into this world with a set of toxicity and a set of mineral base, this is what you have to work with. And those first few years, those first six years are so critical to doing this deeper work. Now that's not to say like the work doesn't matter forever because it does, but I'm just saying like, when we know this now, like it is profound what we can do to make changes for our children, what we can do to restore that health, what we can do to prevent these things from happening. Like this is why I talk about resiliency over and over and over again, because it matters. Like this is what we want to prevent as a woman living a decade of her life being tortured in her own skin, right? So <laughs> now let's talk about the wild stuff that happened next. Okay, so yes, back to May 2021. Um, I was able to cleanse and I convinced my husband to do it with me, which he's super supportive, so it wasn't that hard. But he he did a cleanse with me and I'm so thankful for that because cleansing with your partner even takes your relationship to a whole new level. Um, I remember even talking about during the cleanse with him, he was like, no, like if we can do this, like we can, we can make it through anything. Like it did build this really neat, intimate um, relationship between the two of us during that time. So if you can ever do one with your spouse, totally recommend it. Um, And then, okay. So thinking about the cleansing circle that you do, Tanya, it's amazing. Like I can't, I can hardly even put it into words how great. And like, I'm so thankful that you have created this and I know you constantly change, like evolve and make it better. Like as you learn, cause we all learn and pick up things mm-hmm. every single day and every year you have built this cleansing circle. That's so supportive and it's the best way to cleanse because I have seen people do cleansing or detoxes or those sort of things. And you can see that they're miserable and they make it a few days and then they're like, I'm done. Like this isn't working. Like I feel horrible. Like I honestly think this is bad for my body. Like this is dangerous. Like I've heard people, I think this is dangerous, but the thing is, is it's it it can it can in essence maybe be dangerous if you're not doing it correctly because Tanya you teach so well that you need your channel of elimination open and if you don't have that open what you're gonna do is you're gonna kick up this crap which knowing like me I had a whole lot of it and I still do you're gonna kick that up but then your body's not going to know how to release it and it's going to stay in there. And you are, you're going to feel miserable. If I felt miserable now, like think about kicking up all of this stuff, but not properly getting it out, I would feel horrible. And that wasn't the case. Yes, it was hard work. Yes, I had days I didn't feel amazing. And all in all, it was a beautiful experience and the best way to cleanse. And you also take not only, right, just this foundational way to cleanse, which you can do, you can just do a cleanse, nothing extra, but you've taken it to this whole new level of muscle testing for for your cleansing circle participants, what 
pathway they should take, what cleanse they should do, how long should it be, what is the best way to support their body, what is their body communicating to them that they need at, at like what's most important. And I think that is so neat. So I, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about the pathways because I think they're, mm-hmm. they're so great. Well, it's, it's always like this, I don't even know, like this kind of out of body experience when somebody says back to me, like what I, what, what I offer, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like, you're right. Like, this is what we're doing. And the cleansing circle has been around now for five years. I personally have done almost 20 cleanses in the past seven years. Like, this is not anything that I take lightly. Like I am very, very serious and sometimes intense about cleansing. And you're right. Like every year we do make it better because we become, we see, we see how people are doing and we see what their bodies needs. Um, so I, yeah, we, we totally normalize the process. And so part of the cleansing work um, is that we want people to have extraordinary cleanses. It doesn't mean that it won't be quote unquote hard, like Danielle said, but like they will they will be so plugged into the truth about cleansing that it it allows them to like soar through these cleanses, right? And so with the pathway experience, is we really wanted to supercharge it for those who desired it to really target different toxicity and or where the body most needs support. And so we have a liver pathway, we have an environmental toxicity pathway, a heavy metals pathway, and a parasite pathway. Now, I muscle test, we have three different cleanses. And so I will tell, for those people who want it, some people just come in, they like, they know exactly what they want to do, or their schedule is only going to allow for three days. It doesn't matter to me if it's three days, if it's four days, if it's eight days, if it's nine days, like, this all adds up. So when people discount taking three days of their life to focus on their body, like, please don't because that three days matters more than you can ever imagine the work that you can do inside three days. But then there's people like Danielle who go well beyond that, right? So anyway, so I will test you for which cleanse. We have three different cleanses. How many days for those cleanses? Um, again, if you want to, and then the pathway. And the pathway is really what is most urgent, what is most pressing for you right now. Like this is where you need to focus, even though they all are likely a problem to a degree. Um, it's like, if you focus on this, it'll set that domino effect in your favor of releasing. And so, yeah. So Danielle, what did you test for? <laughs> I tested for the liver pathway. And what cleanse and how many days? Perfect. So I, the liver pathway, I tested for the master cleanse where you drink this lovely nourishing lemonade for 12 days. So there's no solid food. It's just a lovely nourishing lemonade. And you think that that sounds really hard and it is to a degree and you think you'd feel hungry. But I really learned, I learned to be mentally hungry and I never really was physically hungry, which is so, I don't know, it just kind of blows my mind. Like I never really was hungry. I just had that mental desire to eat, that habitual wanting to eat. Yes. So that that was a whole different experience too. Um, just being able to sit with that and understand what it feels like to be mentally hungry. And honestly, I think that's almost something we all need to be aware of because it really resets your body for, for knowing what true hunger is. Yes. Um, so I did the master cleanse and then typically is done for 10 days, but I was tested for 12. So jumping into cleansing was no, no little one though. No cleanse is small. No cleanse is small. I just want to put that off. No cleanse is small. Um, They all hold extreme significance and it's what your body needs. Somebody could have just as powerful of a four day cleanse as a 12 day. But mine was 12 days and I was showing up for it. I think the big thing is that mental preparation. I was ready. I was ready mentally. um, And I think that's what really pushed me through to the end. Um, and on another note, that liver pathway, that kind of came as a surprise. Yeah. Um, 
I, I assumed with everything that we know about my journey that I would be hitting something, well, you know, something big in your head. I think I have built up, right? Heavy metals, parasites. Those are the big things. Like that's what I'm going to have to address, but no, it was the liver and that was so important. Yeah. That's the thing with these pathways is we, you know, we think, right, that we're ready for the bigger thing. But with every single chronic disease and and, and every single female health-related problem, male health-related problem, like the liver is such a key player. It is an extraordinary player. And so if we don't have that running optimally, then things aren't going to purge optimally. So I, I just love that you brought that perspective in because I know that there are people who test for something like, oh man, like I'm doing liver. Like I wanted to do something big, right? Like I wanted to purge worms. I'm like, oh, just wait, just wait. So tell me how those first few days of cleansing went for you. So first few days wasn't super crazy. Um, I did, I was supercharging my cleanse. So adding in some additional things, my husband and I would skin brush before taking a Epsom salt bath. We were doing coffee enemas, which honestly, I, I really enjoy. Like there, there's a whole different challenge to them because it is a coffee enema. And especially when you're new to it, there's challenges. But of course, Tanya's group is super supportive, gives you lots of tips and also laughs with you along the way. Um, but I was doing coffee enemas and I was able to supercharge those even in a different way. Like I wanted to hit everything because this cleanse, like 12 days, yeah, it seems like a long time, but it, I wanted to put it all out there. So I was even able to take from my um, cleansing bundle, from my liver pathway, there was a supplement called Emotional Stress Release. And I would take that prior to my enema. And then during my enema, I would listen to imprinted music, which was another gift um, that you're given when you're in the cleansing circle. It's this special frequency music. There's a variety of them, but this one was specific to cleansing. So I would listen to that while I was holding my enema. And honestly, I think both of those combined, like even took my enema to whole new levels. And um, after doing a few of those, (laughs) Um, and getting about halfway through my cleanse, things really started to change. So, okay. And, um, go, go. yeah. I'll do for a second and just say like, you know, uh, coffee enemas are some, I'm so glad Danielle's talking about this because this is something that continues to be a very big intimidation for a lot of people. And I, I, it wasn't until I was 30 or ish before I did my first coffee enema. And I was so scared. Like I, w- I just wanted somebody to do it for me. Like I was just like, somebody else do this. Um, but I can promise you it is like one of the easiest things. And it truly is an incredible way for your liver to dump massive toxins and encourage that colon cleanse. So I love that Daniel like kind of speaks about how to supercharge it. That imprinted music is a frequency of release. Um, the the ESR like calms your body down because if you are in a contracted state, like your release is going to be, you know, so so. But if you are in a state of relaxation, your body is going to take full advantage of that and purge. So so then what happened? So then about halfway through my cleanse, I started eliminating worms, parasites. Like, again, I was on the liver pathway. And again, that's exactly what my body needed. I do not think I would have gotten this result if I had done even the parasite pathway. I just don't think I would have. I think my liver had to be in a supported state. And then I just started dumping parasites. Every single bowel movement. Like, I, it it still blows my mind because it was like from that point forward, everything was, everything was going like there was no stopping. I'm pretty sure almost every single bowel movement following the middle of my cleanse, I was eliminating parasites. That's even up until now. Like it has not stopped and I continuously 
can't believe it. I can, but I can't. I mean, you guys, this is so profound because, again, if she would have went down the typical medical pathway, A of all, parasites wouldn't even been on the table of potential root cause because, I mean, the medical community really poo-poos it and is like, well, um, if you haven't been to a foreign country, then you, you shouldn't have to be dealing with this. And they only test for a really small amount compared to the amount of parasites that exist. And most parasites, I'd say 80-ish percent, aren't even visible to the human eye. Now, um, Danielle had the gratification of actually passing things that she could see, like visible things that she could see. And this, and like when you talk about like being on this journey of healing, I mean, holy, like to see that, like to see that come out of you had to have been just like, I get it. Like one of those, I get it moments. It was, I get it. It was mind blowing. And I was like, finally, like this, this is it. Like this, this is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly what my body needs. Like, this is how my body is supposed to function. Like I have that true belief that like God created such a beautiful body and it's equipped with all of these things to help it sustain um, optimal function if you provide it the right tools, and this was the tool that my body needed to help give space to do this deep work. Like, again, with the amount of parasites I've gotten rid of, like, no, I I, I can't say it's fair, but like, it wasn't just going to be taking supplements. Like, I had to do this deeper work because my body has so many layers to go through and has so much healing to do. It needed that space. It needed this 12-day cleanse to kickstart this deeper healing. And I love that around this time. So we're starting to see the purging. And then we also um, really, like, you know, divinely is the best way I know how to say it. And you were part of that prayer of saying, like, you know, there's got to be something that can just supercharge people's health that doesn't have to come in 17 different supplements, right? And that's where we started to incorporate the black oxygen organics, fulvic and humic acid minerals into your regimen, which, you know, is, it's just like loaded. It's like, I mean, talk about cellular voltage, right? Like, it's just like making everything function the way that it needs to function. And so many people through that power of strength have had significant detoxification um, when their body is ready for it. Certainly, if you are somebody um, who is pregnant or breastfeeding, your body's not going to respond that way. Our bodies are very intuitive of how they respond. But for you, we started this you know, sometime after the cleanse, and it's just continued to, I mean, you're bathing in it, you're taking it internally. Like, so much has changed in a relatively short amount of time when you think about it compared to how long you've lived with this. Like you've had such immense changes. Like talk to me about where you are today versus where you started. Like what has changed? Yes. Oh, this is, this is the beautiful, this is the fun part because I had like, I, I had been waiting, like waiting to see even, I know it's hard, but like the physical results, like sometimes you just need something that you can see. And I know there's so much to be said about believing in things you can't see, but like being able to physically see the changes in my body has given me so much more hope. So the skin integrity of, of my body has completely started to change. So I had this, like I mentioned earlier, this redness, this inflammation, the skin that was puffy and raised. And about day 10, which again, makes so much sense why I wasn't supposed to stop at day 10. I had to go 12 days. I started to notice this go away, which like, again, this hasn't, hasn't ever happened. Um, So I would say that has gotten better by 85%. And that was just post cleanse. 85% of that inflammation has been gone. I do still have symptoms. I do still have itching. Um, but that inflammation is gone. My skin is starting to become totally different. Prior, I would say it was, it was so thin and so fragile. 
like to an extreme that when I would have to itch it, it would cause it to open. It would cause it to bleed because that skin no longer had the integrity it needed. But now with, with that cleansing and that space given to my body, it can start to heal it. And I can see the changes. Like if I do have to itch, it doesn't just open up and bleed. Like I know it might seem small, but that is so huge to me. And that change of seeing that like has greatly helped my mental health because I also think not only is is this a just assisting in my mental health like from a foundation, it's also from physically seeing the changes. Like that's also such a huge mental boost. Like my energy is increasing with that. My intimacy with my husband has increased which again is such an answer to prayer um my grinding my teeth like my husband would say I'd grind my teeth every night he's like if you if you rolled over like change positions he's like it would always follow with grinding which again grinding teeth can be related to parasites so it makes so much sense um but that he hasn't noticed it since cleansing like that's gone like it's amazing um the itching has decreased like it's no longer I used to have it where like it was all mind consuming like I couldn't not think about it I couldn't like separate my thoughts from the issue that I was dealing with and that that is so mentally draining and we know how much like mental stuff then depletes your mineral base, right? Like when you're in a tax state, um, neurologically, like when your nervous system is at that heightened state, it takes so much more from you. So my body was just constantly pulling. But now that it's, it's assisting my nervous system in relaxing, like I don't have as much mental energy poured into thinking about this issue. It's just giving me further energy to address the issue. Like it's all all making a difference. And it's, I'm, I'm just so, so thankful for this. Like Tanya, if I hadn't met you, if, if I hadn't then, you know, even gone and been an OT for a while, like I wouldn't be here and there wouldn't be this difference. And I just tell you, everything just worked out perfect timing. You know, it's, it's, like obviously you're on a journey and we all want the overnight success, right? But when we're dealing with something like this, you guys, it's going to take, you know, three months to first really start to like see those results, right? Or start to hold those notes. Um, Plus like a month for every year you've been dealing with this. And so when you're all in like this, you really can move that needle forward and get your life back. Like it is possible. There was times before cleansing when she was in the building phase that the only tool that we had was to breathe, right? Like to just like try to, to breathe because like we don't have any, any quick fix. Like we can kind of help take the edge off. We can, you know, we had to keep her stress as, as much as we could like to be in a really good place because any of that stress will intensify the symptoms, but my gosh, like to be in this place now, which again, relatively short amount of time, given how long you've been dealing with this is like you now are plugged in to the knowing that you are going to have the results that you desire. And I know like part of that is like your dream is like, I am sleeping without being disrupted um, with, you yes. know, it, the itching sensation all through the night. Yes, that is like my big goal and my goal for it's my goal before the year ends. I'm, you know, and again, I I will definitely sit if my body isn't ready at that time with that, but that is my goal and I do truly think I'm going to get there. Like with fall cleansing coming up, with the boo that you mentioned. Okay, that honestly has been the greatest gift for in-between cleanses because no, I I can't do a cleanse every other week. My body, I don't think is even ready for that. But having this beautiful building tool that just assists my body in building it up so that it can do its natural processes of clearing the stuff out, like I, I'm so thankful for that. I don't feel like I've had such a, an immediate, like see the different supplement, like, yeah. And I don't know ever, like it's, it's just so beautiful. 
and it's so gentle, um, and I, I truly love it. And I'm also so excited to incorporate it into my fall cleanse because I think it's going to, again, take this cleanse to a different level. Like, I want to use it with my enemas. I want to you take baths. I want to, you know, everything that my body needs to be supported through this cleanse, but also utilizing this extra tool. Agree. I am I am also very excited. We are actually building out um, for those who, you know, for those in the cleansing circle, and of course, like you can join the cleansing circle right now. It is the time to join because we're just now beginning to look at our calendars and put our fall cleanses on the calendar. Um, but we're building out how to incorporate the black action organics as part of your detoxification, just using bathing in it consecutively. And so there's like, you can do that as just something that you want to do separately. But for me, it's like exciting to think about incorporating this aspect of working with the fulvic and humic acid into the bath, into the enema, into, um, you know, continuing to take it internally. Like it's just going to be next level in, in so many ways. So I, I want to ask you, Danielle, um, <laughs> this is a really personal question, but I think it's important for, for people to have uh, your descriptive answer of this. And I know what it feels like, but I just kind of want to explain it for other people of when we're actually passing worms, what does that feel like? What is that process? Oh, that is a, that is a good question. Um, Cause I've had plenty of experience with it <laughs> and it, <laughs> it is so unique. And like, it's one of those things as before I explain it, like it's one of those things that I've talked about with my husband and, you know, we've talked about how the medical community is skeptical of, of parasites and if, you know, we have issues with them, et cetera. But to me, like this communication happens every time I'm going to pass a parasite. Like there's, there's no way that they're not legit. Like there's just not. So every time before, like an hour or two, I would start to just feel like just, I would just say yuck. Like I just tell, like I'm, I kind of feel just yucky. Like you're about to get sick or you're just kind of down and a little, little like sad, don't really feel motivated to do anything. And also for me, another key thing specific to, to my issues the night before is I'd feel like my itching would get worse, which is super frustrating. But then I was guaranteed the next morning I was going to pass a parasite and I would, I'd feel a little bloated. I'd feel a little gross. I'd all of a sudden have to go to the bathroom like right away and there would be parasites in the toilet like every single time. Like I'd, I'd say, all right, I'm feeling a little off today. And Keith's like, well, you're going to probably get rid of some more. And I'm like, oh, yes, I definitely mm -hmm. am. Yes, I love that so much. Like, I know other cleansing um, participants have said, you know, passing worms has felt like they were, and, and I agree with my own personal experience. It's like you're releasing years and years and years of toxicity and it is something that is so gratifying because you just instantaneously feel like this lightness that wasn't available to you before. Um, and for you, it's been a process. Like it's been release after release after release. And honestly, you guys, I do not understand like, like where are they living? Because Danielle is like, she's has a very petite figure, right? Um, but when we look at what parasites can do, like they can bury themselves in tissue, right? Like they can, and, 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 and unfortunately, right. The whole point of her giving you the backstory is like, she, she was a great host and now she's no longer playing in that realm. Like she's like, I'm not the host for you. And they are leaving. Yes. Constantly. So powerful. So powerful. Okay. Last question. What is your intention with this fall cleanse? Anything that you want to share with us? Um, I know I haven't tested you yet. So, but do you have any particular, like, I don't know, what are you thinking? So I have a couple, couple statements that have really been sitting with me through, through this, I think even since my last cleanse. And it's, I think this one specifically because with a cleanse, you know, it's it's 
10, 12 days, whatever, but you don't know if it's a week away. So I don't know what a week away is going to bring for my healing journey. Like I might be struggling so hard right now, but in a week it might be completely gone. So that is, I think a big thing for my upcoming cleanse is I'll be repeating to myself. You don't know if it's just a week away, like it's everything. And the last part is this journey that's been so hard and taken a lot. You, it won't even matter. It won't matter when I'm on the other side. Like all of the work, all of the the nights of not sleeping won't matter when I'm on the other side and I'm going to get there. I think that is so profoundly powerful and it applies to every single aspect of our quality of life. Every single aspect of our desire is like, it's about the journey because when you get there, it, it won't matter to you. Like, there will be something else that you will want then, right? It's like, you will get there and you'll be just so happy that you have this. Like, and and then that's when the amnesia kicks in, right? And we forget, like all of these nights of suffering will just be a blur because you will just be in a completely different place. It's so, so true. Oh my gosh. Well, I am so incredibly proud of you. All the work that you've done, all the surrendering that you've done, all like- all the things that you have tried and been willing to try. I mean, even though she was in a building phase for a while, that doesn't mean that she wasn't doing really um, incredible things with food, you know, really using food as nourishment, creating space from potential inflammatory foods, like cutting out sugar. Like you've done so many things to be in this place right now. And like, it's happening. Like it is literally happening. And I'm constantly improving. Yes. Constantly taking little, don't have to just, you don't have to do it all at once. Just little changes, little changes. It adds up you guys like faster than you can ever begin to imagine. It just sets your body up for like doing this work. Like if Danielle wouldn't have done all that, I don't think this cleanse would have been as profound as it was. But the same time I say that and like people blow their mind, blow my mind with their first cleanses. Like they're like, doing four day cleanses and they're having like their entire life change. You know, it's like they go from this chronic state of constipation four days later. They're like, yeah, I go to the bathroom every day. And I'm like, like it, it amazes me. Um, so just remember you guys, your desire matters. Like it matters for you to have desire about your health and follow that path, follow those breadcrumbs. And if the cleansing circle is part of your breadcrumb to tapping into your, full vitality, I hope you trust that because we are doing this work. We are here no matter what. This is not going away. Like this is something that is a part of who I am. And for most of the cleansers that come through, it's part of who they become. Like, I mean, Danielle, could you imagine not cleansing? Like, let's say that you, like your this issue is no longer an issue, right? Because that's going to happen. Like, are you going to stop cleansing? No, absolutely not. Though I am looking forward to maybe like even a four-day cleanse. Like yeah. that will be exciting. <laughs> but no, absolutely not. And I look yeah. forward to just building this instilled in my son of watching his mom cleanse every year and making yeah. it normalized. Like how yes. neat is that? It's, it's amazing. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here, for sharing with us like the intimate details of your health journey. We appreciate you so much. And I can't wait to have you back for the part two of you saying, I am sleeping through the night and this is where I am. So we'll have to do that before the year is up. Please, I need that. That'd be wonderful. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, girl. Love you, Lack. You're welcome. Come cleanse with me. Yes. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.